These are your morning announcements. The Retro Club will be meeting today to discuss Halloween 2. And all students are encouraged to meet back at the school this evening for the annual Halloween parade. Come dressed in your best, because we'll be having a costume contest as well. Welcome to the Retro Club. We're your host, I, Megan. You're not Megan. You could be. I, I'm Megan, and you're Are John. You? Okay. Oh my God, what a nice... <laughs> well, you're Megan. That was a whole mess. And I am John. <laughs> yeah. Look, see, this is what happens when you want to switch it up. God, just let me do it. I wasn't expecting the the whatever that was oh the voice <laughs> that, that voice yeah oh it's from rocky horror yeah i know we've already established i've not seen rocky horror ever come, yeah. come at me i still haven't watched it i'm aware that like halloween season is has come to a close but uh <laughs> you can watch it anytime i feel yeah, like it's not movie. necessarily a halloween I, I feel like people put it this is the thing that makes me angry is that it gets categorized as like Halloween horror because it has it's more of a sci-fi movie horror in more it than anything else don't call it that <laughs> like our one our friggin no I guess we have two TikTok videos the one I did I got so mad when it was uh-huh. telling me to rank villains horror movie villains and Frank Furter was on there and I said who to be fair though he is a villain okay okay I'll watch the movie you know what I guess I shouldn't say anything figure it out Anyway, hi, welcome back. <laughs> We're here. Um, yes, we. This is coming out after Halloween, but yes, we've just been too busy to. Well, it was scheduled to come out after Halloween yeah. anyway. We're a little bit late, but that's fine. Um, but we're here anyway. But before we get into it, what happened? What's first just, of all? So many people dying. What's yeah. happening? Bobby Knight died. That genuinely ruined my day. I don't. <laughs> almost said something really bad i was like what's in the water and oh. matthew perry oh my gosh <laughs> yeah some I, friends i like friends i i do like the show i do too we're not, not like terrible we're not like crazy fans like some people no, are we're not we're obsessed not but uh yes matthew perry died in apparent drowning which is why it was probably in poor taste that i was like what's in the water <laughs> <laughs> kind of crazy though in a hot tub of all things Dude, that sucks. I but mean, this movie has something to something to do with that too, though. That's true. It does. Um, so yeah, Matthew Perry died. Mm-hmm. Bobby Knight like just announced they yeah, he died. I was devastated. It's really sad. Right before we started recording, I like got oh, breaking news. My Raiders fired their head coach finally, and the um, GM GM Ziegler and McDaniel both gone. Well, it was needed. Oh. I uh, went to an, the Notre Dame football game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Against uh, Pitt. Great game. It was just an old-fashioned shit-kicking, though. I say it was a blowout. <laughs> oh, I was gifted tickets to uh, the Colts-Saints game yeah. the next day. It was just a football weekend. Mm-hmm. And your Raiders couldn't come in clutch if they would have won. Don't bring it up. I would have won the football pickers this past week. So. I know. Don't bring it up. Thanks, Raiders. 
And I picked them because of you. You should pick them because of me. <laughs> Not by stat. I'll always pick pick them. I won't ever pick against them. Yeah, okay. Even if I can only put one on it, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, Halloween happened. Let's go for the obvious here. Oh, it was freezing. Jesus H. It dropped. I mean, it was 80 degrees and then it was 40 degrees. <laughs> Just we out saw of snow the day of Halloween. We did. I Crazy. was so disappointed. And our friend Tony... <laughs> posted a picture she's like happy halloween everybody and it's just everything's covered in snow she's in uh minnesota minnesota uh, yeah currently crazy stuff yeah this has just been a weird week it went from being super hot and muggy to rainy to just freezing cold that's the midwest y'all welcome Mm -hmm. (laughs) stay a while it's even worse when you get up closer to canada oh yeah Oh, when you get all the off the water stuff, like up there, Lake Michigan and stuff. Mm-hmm. I understand Canada's more than just around Michigan. Y'all, a lot of good stuff's that's happened. That's directly though. north above us. That's what yeah. I think of. I got an award at work. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one Vision Award. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently more than one person voted for me. Yeah, there you go. I was nominated from, by more than one person. Very happy about that. Both of us making moves at work. Doing mm-hmm. the work. Uh, uh, I guess I'm returning to coaching this year. Basketball, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Little uh, kids. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of what I wanted to do. That's great. I don't know what that's going to mean for a lot of time with the podcast. Don't say that. Goodness uh, sakes. I know. <laughs> but there's other things that we're working on, too. We just need to put that out there. That's <laughs> we We have other projects that we are working on. Along with this podcast. Oh, yeah. There's stuff. There's things. We'll get there. We're getting there. But we'll use Halloween as a great segue for this week's episode. So last year, we covered Halloween. From 1978. The OG. The the original. We have to say that because now franchises are just taking the first movie's name and running with it it makes it very confusing for even us though movie a, people. even though some of these are like sequels to sequels yeah um so this year we're covering halloween two yep. dose arguably in my opinion it's just as good as the first movie a lot of people think so i feel like as a collective fans of the franchise people seem to like this movie a lot and i think we'll get into why as we explain it there's a lot to talk about with this movie i'm gonna go ahead and give you uh the info on it shall we a little bit of rundown i will all right so this movie in finally you know we're not getting a horror movie that was released in the springtime or whatever nothing in may (laughs) this was right on par released october 30th 1981 that's perfect too because that's Right around when they would have released um, Halloween to television. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. For the first time. This is back when you used to have like the, I think it was like a three or four year rule when a movie was from theater to... Um, to, to media? Not media. To uh, television. Oh, weird. Um, okay, so this movie opened up in just over 1,200 theaters. It was 1,211 theaters. That's a good... That's a good chunk of theaters. It really is because I don't know what. Well, the first one did so well late in the game. 
that kind of feels like it made its money back, you know? Yeah. And I, I need to look into the history of like rate ranking movies in theaters and stuff like that and uh-huh. keeping track because this is the second, well, it's not even the second time, but second time recently that we've run into a movie that it, the list of movies like the top 10 that were in theaters at the time, mm-hmm. there is no top 10. And as a matter of fact, I changed it not even for the week. I looked for the month of October and there's four movies listed. That's it. I looked at the top horror movies released that year. Mm-hmm. Totally forgetting that uh, they didn't come out at the same time. Mm-hmm. But uh. yeah, for the month of October, it and I mean, this is just one source that I use. I should cite it. I can't remember the name of it, but um, there was only four movies listed in theaters at the time. Yes. Yeah, nobody really started cataloging those until like 84. I don't know. That's what I said. I need to look into the history of it. I don't want to throw out just arbitrary numbers. But the number one movie at the time in theaters was Zoot Suit. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Matt. <laughs> number two was Halloween 2. Crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Open at number two. Coming in at three was Silence of the North. Not Lambs. <laughs> and number four, Chariots of Fire. Not familiar with I feel with like I might have watched it in like, um, like a history class. I'm familiar with the song Chariots of Fire. Well, yeah. But everyone should. I mean, you've heard it. Whether you realize it or not, you've probably yeah. heard Chariots of Fire. Especially if you've watched like National Lampoon's Vacation. Mm-hmm. They run to it at the end. Yeah. I was going to say like Looney Tunes. Isn't it in uh, Looney Tunes? Like Bugs Bunny or something? I don't know. I'd have to look back into that. Yeah. But anyway, that's all that there That's all there was. Hmm. I, ex- I didn't want to expand out too much further. I'm like, if this is all they have for the month, I'm not going to look like all of fall, you know, whatever. Obviously this movie is rated R should be genre is horror slasher, which I think was the first one horror slasher or horror indie. I think it was horror indie, the slasher genre thing. It never really got like a title until later after Halloween became a hit. You know what I mean? About 80, 1980. I'm trying to think of who actually gave it the moniker slasher. Hmm. I want to say it could have even been like Gene Siskel or Roger Ebert, but I don't know. I got a feeling it would have came from either them or some newspaper. You know what I mean? We should just do the history. Not even a movie. Let's do history. That's I bet some people are like, no, no. But I think it's. I think some of it's interesting. The I history of movies and just media in general. Which I mean, at the beginning of the year, something. A little difference going to happen. We should probably talk about that too. Well, not right now. We're again, y'all. Quit spoilers. Damn. <laughs> I like to give people a little a little taste. Okay, so the running time of this movie is an hour and thirty two minutes. Perfect. What, what more do you need? And here's a quick little synopsis. It says, <clears throat> after failing to kill stubborn survivor Lori. <laughs> stubborn and like she's stubborn for wanting to live sorry uh and let's see after failing to kill her and taking a bullet or six from former psychiatrist dr sam loomis michael myers has followed Lori to the haddonfield memorial hospital where she's been admitted for myers attempt on her life the institution proves to be particularly suited to serial killers. However, as Meyer cut as Myers cuts, stabs, and slashes his way through the hospital staff to reach his favorite victim. Who wrote this? <laughs> I know that's it's very flavorful text. I can't it believe really I just is. used the like word flavorful. Was, was, I know. This is definitely meant to grab somebody. 
something. I don't like, know. Did you get this off the back of like a... <laughs> like the jacket? Yeah. No. No, I don't know where this... I think IMBD, maybe just a critic wrote it. I don't oh, know. Okay. All right. I mean, who writes them, really? Come on. <laughs> the budget for this movie was $2.5 million. So I cannot remember what the budget was for the first Halloween. I'm sure it wasn't $2.5 million. No, it was only... Um, it was pretty cheap. I think it was less than 300000 Yeah. Uh, uh, three hundred twenty-five thousand. They had to get a twenty-five thousand dollar buffer to guarantee Donald Pleasance. Oh. See, I don't forget these things. I did. The box office for this movie it made its money back literally tenfold. It came back at twenty-five point five million. Actually, I'm bad that's at math. Awesome. I don't know if that's tenfold, but it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, the director for this movie is Rick Rosenthal. 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 Gotcha. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you. When you fall down, I'm always there to pick you up. Are you? Yeah. Because sometimes you're there laughing while I'm writhing in pain on the back patio. <laughs> well, I I can't help it that you can't walk. <sighs> We've still never told thing. that full story, I think, about my foot. Maybe we have, and it's just getting old. Oh, speaking of which, is your foot feeling better? Yes, leave me alone. I'm just asking. It's fine. Feels fine. Okay. <laughs> I Apparently, Halloween took me out. I woke up the next <laughs> morning, I was like, oh, my ankles. <laughs> I know. She was all bitter about it and not wanting to do anything like the next day. It was the day before Halloween. We I went, don't like going to, two days in a row. God damn it. <laughs> we went trick-or-treating on the 30th, and I was like, I physically cannot go trick-or-treating again with our daughter, not just us. I had so much fun with our bean, though. Our little beanie. So cute. She went a stitch. Oh, she's so precious. Mm-hmm. All right, back to the movie. Let's talk about some cast. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, we have Jamie Lee Curtis, of course. She plays Lori, Lori Strode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what movies we listed about her last time, so I just threw a bunch on there. True Lies, Freaky Friday is a little, It's a that's a Disney movie. Trading Places. It's a fun one. Perfect with John Travolta, The Fog. I kind of remember that. Fog's a great one. Another John Carpenter movie, by the way. More recently, she's been in Knives Out. Yeah, not, not a bad movie. She was actually good in it. She's in TV shows too, like she was in Scream Queens and stuff like that. So Yeah, I don't know if anybody really watches that. What I, I just don't know. All right, moving on. Donald Pleasance. What was the, she won an Oscar for in a movie too? Didn't she just, just like this year or oh, last year? Yeah, I can't remember what it was. That sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> she won something for something in the last year or two. Something for something. <laughs> Donald Pleasance plays Doctor Loomis. Mm-hmm. He the characters from the first movie carried over. We don't have any replacements, so that's good. No. I mean, there are new characters, there of course. There are new characters introduced, yeah. But anyone who came from the first Halloween is the same cast for this. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Loomis, again, don't know what I covered for him the first time, but we got uh, previous movies for him as The Great Escape, Escape from A New York. One. He's just constantly trying to escape things. I'm not <laughs> sure why. You Only Live Twice. Prince of Darkness. Yeah. That Another would. great movie. So the guy behind Michael Myers in this movie. Now I can't. Did he play Michael Myers in the first? No. Okay, that was that's Nick what, Castle. That's right. Because Michael Myers <clears throat> in this movie, what's happening in my throat? Is <laughs> Dick Warlock. Mm-hmm. And he's a stunt man and just behind the Michael Myers face, at least for this movie. Yeah. He was in other movies, I assume, as stuntmen for Firestarter, Pumpkinhead, The Abyss, Jaws. He was also Michael Ma- or Jason Voorhees. Was he? Yes. And which? I think which movie it was. 
Hmm. I get I get some of them confused. I don't know why, and people don't attack me over that. Oh, we can't know everything off the top of our head. Sorry, I looked down from the mic. <laughs> uh, then there's Pamela Susan Shop or Shoop. Sorry, I forgot a P or an O. Nurse Karen. <laughs> sorry, she plays Nurse Karen. Uh, I just put her on there because she was in the top bill. Mm-hmm. She's an Empire of Ants. I've never even heard of that. And a, and one man jury. I don't know. I've not heard of any of the movies. Another warlock. In. Yeah. Okay. So Billy Warlock, that's Dick's son. He plays Craig. Who is he in it? I think, isn't he one of the wards or something? I don't know, unless he's like a little kid. Or the guy who bangs the chick, something like that. You'll have to look. No, that's Bud. Oh, wait. Billy. Yeah, he would have been younger in this movie. So I guess I'll have to look. But he plays Craig. Craig was in uh, Society, which is a horror movie. He was in Baywatch, the TV show. Oh, a lot of Baywatch stuff. Yeah, I know. And then. Dana Carvey is in this? Mm-hmm. Crazy. I did not realize you he... You can't recognize him, really. Um, he's just like a he's like a cameraman. It says he's an assistant. Yeah. He's, he's billed as assistant. But we all know who he is. He's SNL famous, and he was obviously Garth in Wayne, Wayne's, Wayne's World. Wayne's World, the Dana Carvey show. Failed hard. <laughs> <laughs> but And then people like him in that mystery man or man of mystery or whatever. No, they don't. So, I, I show that like movie all the time. When I was in high school, people the turtle turtle thing. Yes, liked that movie, and I I've never even seen it. I had no desire to see it. He's got a really good podcast with David Spade. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what's called. Have a them. really fun podcast. I'm sure. Just Google Dana Carvey. You could find mm-hmm. it. Dana Carvey podcast. Well, uh, Leo Rossi. Which I need to find out. Tony, <laughs> I, you, you got to find out if he's related to you. He plays Bud. He's like one of my favorite characters in this. Oh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> that's all I had for cast. There was others. I didn't list mm-hmm. them. It's, I mean, you're really dealing with the three. You're dealing with Dr. Loomis, Lori, and Michael, mm-hmm. and everyone else is pretty, insig- I don't want to say insignificant. Well, Bud's but fun. He's yeah. like a fun character. All right. Are we ready to get into some scenes? Yeah, sure. Go ahead with your first scene. Uh, my first scene is actually, uh, we finally find out about the guy Lori kind of had a crush on. Mm-hmm. His name is Ben Tramer. Yeah, that's uh, right. They're hunting for Michael during a certain scene in this movie. And there's someone walking around in a Michael Myers outfit. Only the mask has white hair. Mm-hmm. And they start screaming at him. So obviously someone's frightened or if it's Michael, they're trying to get away. Yeah. So they try to escape, and what happens? Causes a head-on collision. <laughs> yeah. And he just bursts into flame. Yeah, I had that on my list, too. Oh, <laughs> but it's a great scene, especially when they start, the cops really start going in on Loomis about him being, like, it feels like he's going above the law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they say uh, Ben Tramer was out, and he'd been drinking. Yeah, I also have that on the list. I'm like, they literally kill the wrong... They just kill a guy. It's not like they apprehend. I mm-hmm. mean, but Loomis has also built up that Michael Myers is not a man. You can't stop him. No, he, you that's have why to he's use, the shape. Yeah, you gotta use brute force on this guy. So when they see someone who kind of looks like Michael Myers, they're like, get him! And they hit him with the cop car. <laughs> and, then they, and then he burst into flames. It's like a whole mess. They a real talk, kill too. the wrong guy. Real talk, Um this seems kind of tragic because he's just a young kid. Yeah. He was just out. He was having a good time. 
and then this happens. I just what a bad night, Jesus! It really is. Lori just cannot catch a break. Oh. Any guy she has a crush on, something happens to him. Right? Don't. That's well. Stay away from Lori. She does have kids in several universes of Halloween because I hate which is like awkward. H two O. We just pretend like those kids don't exist, and then you have the Halloween franchise today where she's got the daughter with her granddaughter and or you can go with jamie lloyd from four that's her daughter yeah I, i'm saying she has all these kids in different universes of this, yeah, this franchise this, that's i've said this before halloween feels like it's lost because mm-hmm. you've taken it in so many directions that nothing truly follows the first movie except this movie yes yeah like people say h2o but i'm like you still went off and had this tangent where there's another kid involved. Yeah, and he doesn't exist in any of the other movies. Right. <laughs> so ridiculous. And then it, it's shot to look like a Scream movie. Yeah, it never sat right with me. H2O always felt out of place. Yeah. I mean, it had that very 90s feel, but I understand, obviously, it's the, the look is going to change with the times, but they definitely cashed. A lot and of ca- on a lot as of much stuff from that. Wes Craven as they could fit it. <laughs> it yeah. It, not even Wes Craven. The writer of uh, the screenwriter is also the guy that wrote the Scream script. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying the look of it. It's very. Losing John Carpenter for like the comeback with H2O, I think, really hurt the film. Yeah. As much as people praise it, I, I still think it's I think it's just OK. It's a fun movie. I remember seeing it in theaters and being like, this feels like a Scream movie even then. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know if it can act as a standalone because you do have to have the history of Michael Myers mm-hmm. to an extent. But I could argue you could almost make it a standalone. Right. And Michael gets away in the first movie, correct? Yeah. So H2O is supposed to be set 20 years after that. Mm-hmm. And he's just hunting Laurie again. Does it follow the second movie or do they skip the second? I mean. Skip the second movie. H2O, the, the yes. storyline doesn't include anything from two. Nope. Why? That makes so no sense. So it makes sense. no sense why he's still hunting her. Ah, makes no sense. Anyway, we're not talking about H2O. <laughs> we could do a Patreon of us just crapping all over it. Not necessarily crapping no, on it, no. but picking it apart. <laughs> like I, I love the Halloween films. I, not all of them. <laughs> I said, look yeah, at yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and there's definitely ones I will just dump all over. But there are so many of them in the series that are meaningful and fun. Mm-hmm. And as a horror fan, they're timeless. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Michael's one of those characters. I think that's always going to like withstand the test of time. Yeah, I. God, I don't know what's going to happen the day that like the big three get dethroned. I don't know how they could. I mean, Dracula, the Wolfman, Frankenstein, Invisible Man. Well, I'm talking slashers. I'm saying when you see when it's someone other than Michael, Freddy and Jason, Jason, that's what are we? I mean, it's going to be a new generation of people who don't like the older horror movies. It kind of feels like they're going that way with Scream. Yeah, they're trying to take that and make it something for another generation. Even though it's two to three generations old now. 
I mean, good for them for finding a way around it. Because with Michael and Jason, I mean, you can only bring a dude back so many times. It's it's a supernatural movie at this and I, point. And I got the I, I get what they were going with. See, we're jumping off now. <laughs> I know. With Michael, they uh, were going to go with that whole thorn thing, where it's all about like the calligraphy and all that. He carries a curse, so it's always going to be passed on to somebody. Okay. I don't think I've heard that before. you never seen Halloween 4 or 5? Yeah, 4 is the one with... Jamie. Yeah, I've seen that. Why? Yeah. I just It's been a while, I guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and then the sixth movie, which is awful, <laughs> it, it goes right into this horrible like storyline, and oh, I wish the movie was never made. <laughs> uh, and the thing, I guess with Freddy, the only... Th- reason freddie would get a pass and we talked we talked about this when we covered nightmare on elm street is which is a diamond movie the idea behind freddie it well to you it is a diamond movie no to (laughs) everyone in america it's a diamond movie the idea behind freddie is that he comes back as long as the fear of him exists correct so freddie gets a pass because you can run with that idea forever Mm -hmm. um jason i'm sorry he's the one that like is going to get nixed first. How many t- and Michael, it, they're kind of in the same boat. Like, well, Jason, technically he's, uh, he's a, he's a ghost now. Yeah. From what, what our friend did mm-hmm. with him, which was not a bad idea. It's the camp that carries the curse. That's true. Yes. And Jason's also been a zombie. Mm-hmm. So he can go on forever. He's also, wait, did he go to space? Who went to space? No. Oh, no, that was Jason's shit. <laughs> Michael went Jason to space. X. He's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> I knew things were going bad in the 90s because you had Pinhead, the Leprechaun, and, when, and obviously they took the critters back to space. <laughs> I knew things were going bad. For when they started horror. sending horror into yes. space. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Jason X comes out, and I was excited for the trailer, and I saw that it's going to be set way in the future. And all of a sudden, Jason's just on a ship, and I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> a space new ship. line. I am. I'll stand by this till I'm dead and gone. <laughs> they did him so dirty. And Jason X. <laughs> Jason, just all of them. Jason goes to hell. Freddy versus Jason. All those suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I we oh, tag team that scene. So if you want to do your next scene, you can. I am sorry we went off on a tangent. You have no idea I'm how not passionate sorry. we get about <laughs> horror movies. Yeah. Like I've had arguments that were meaningless for no reason of people. Dude, I have movies lined up that I would love to talk about at one point that I know me and you are going to get so heated with each other. <laughs> oh. I'll do you, oh, do you want me to drop like Willy Wonka? <laughs> We're, no, we'll get into that. That's guys, gotta be later. Cause that's an argument that just, it can't, it can't rest. Just know Willy Wonka's coming. And you're probably asking yourself how, please know that this is at least a quarterly argument in our household, in the Harris yes. household. <laughs> okay. Go on with your second scene. <laughs> it's a uh, bud smoking bud. Oh yeah. <laughs> just sitting that buds like that guy that's skating through life. Uh huh. You know, he just is an ambulance driver. Like he's like taking care of people as they got to go to the hospital or possibly dying. <laughs> this Bud Scolari just doing all this stuff. I mean, he's not hurt. He's not in trouble. No. 
And he takes Amazing Grace and makes it dirty. I'm oh. singing Amazing Grace, come sit on my face. Yeah. Don't make me cry. I need your pie. Yuck. I Ew. love Bud. If His death is awful. I hate that he dies in the movie. If there's any one slang term for a vagina, that's pie? the one I... Eh, I hate that. That's what, pie? So, stop saying it. <laughs> yes. Say what? It's gross. Quit it. What? Stop it. Oh, Revenge of the Nerds. Hair pie. Ew, John. St- <laughs> Look, what it, What were some fun ones we found? You could call it <laughs> ham wallet's a good one. Ham wallet. That's better than pie. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, no. Look, here we are talking about vaginas, and I'm about to talk about buttholes. Because remember we said <laughs> the balloon knot? Yeah. <laughs> this is all record. Oh, my God. I just want to cut all this <laughs> All I know is my my mom's not listening because she doesn't like horror movies. (laughs) So she's out of this one. So I can talk about (laughs) balloon knots all I want. (laughs) A gentleman's wallet. Ew, man. (laughs) Gross. Gentleman's relish. Ew. Yeah, I know. That's gross, ain't it? Yeah. (laughs) What's happened? This episode is like derailed so many times already. Um. I'm going to go with my next scene. How about that? Let's let's see if we can get back on track. <laughs> so this is like the beginning of the movie. Well, pretty close to the beginning. It's, it's really jarring when it opens up with Michael sneaking into someone's house. And the woman, the, the scene, the woman's making a sandwich in her kitchen. And she walks to go see what's on the news because they hear about like something's going down in the neighborhood. Yeah. And he walks in and he goes, thank you. And first of all, why is she making a sandwich with like a full on butcher knife? It's like a big well, old knife. No, it was just, it was a long seared knife. It's, it's not a butcher knife, but it, yeah, it's a big old knife. And she's like putting mayonnaise on her sandwich with a machete. Like, what are you doing? It was not a machete. You are <laughs> grossly just. <laughs> Exaggerating. Yes. I know. I know. It was uh. a big knife, but he picks it up and he's like, thank you. And then he goes and just like. Kills that innocent girl, slits her throat. The next door neighbor girl. I mean, she was on the phone. He's like, excuse me. And then keeps he going. He kills without reason, Megan. That's supposed to be the meaning of his character. I know. And that's scared. Like he's on a rampage and literally anyone that gets. The thing is, the girl wasn't in the way. He just did that for fun. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have to kill her to get to Lori. He's killed all kinds of people in the movie. He killed Annie. He killed all kinds of people. And I think that's what made it scary is like he's literally just doing it for fun at this point. It's not. It, this girl wasn't stopping him from getting to Lori. He no. was just like, well, let me get a practice swing in. And <laughs> just like slits her throat. <laughs> Crazy. That was my technically my first scene. And then my second scene was the killing Bill Tramer or Ben Tramer killing the wrong guy. Oh. So, yeah, we were off course. But now we're back. No problem. Go ahead with your third scene. Uh, my third scene is the, well, technically to me, it's the final stalk. Mm-hmm. So Lori's been hanging out, uh, well, hiding out in a car. <laughs> she hanging nowhere. <laughs> and Michael got out of the hospital. Yes. She gets out, and uh, her legs and stuff just aren't working. She's oh, from like the anesthesia or something. Or yeah. did she get cut or something? I thought she was just drugged up from the hospital. Well, they obviously had to give her drugs because she's in, in pain. pain and yeah. stabbed and stuff. So. She just falls on the ground and starts uh, yelling. She sees Dr. Loomis, the nurse, and a sheriff go into the mm-hmm. 
<laughs> this is what's so awkward. She, they all get into the building. Then she starts screaming to help her. Uh, this is also my third scene. I'm not kidding. Really? Yes, it is. It says Lori trying my to get back to the hospital. My favorite part of that is when Michael shows up in the in under the red light. Uh huh. It is that is a great shot. It it does kind of make me mad when Lori's like run to the hospital and doesn't think to yell for help until no one's in earshot and then she's like help. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how she says it, but yeah, I know help <laughs> help. <laughs> But yeah, her like banging on the glass and the sheriff's like, oh, I'm coming. And like Mosey's over, like taking his time. No one's in a hurry in this movie. It's crazy when Michael finally catches up to him. He just walks through the door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Walks right through that glass door. I, he's such a great character for a character that doesn't speak. Everything's done with motion. I mean, it definitely makes you feel helpless. I mean, this mm-hmm. dude just walked through a plate glass door and you're like, well, now what? <laughs> and they definitely, they shoot him a bunch after he's already been shot six times. Loomis tries to warn people even. Yeah. The sheriff he's gets like, down his he, face. He's like, do not get in his face. <laughs> why? He's him. dead. <laughs> yeah. The sheriff's dumb. He's like, why? He's dead. You can't see him breathing. He's sitting there just catching his breath. That is just, that is a crazy scene. Mm-hmm. And then kills the sheriff, sits up. Mm-hmm. And Lori, the thing is, right when Lori says, she says this line, why won't he die? And as soon as she says that, he sits up and kills the, the sheriff. Mm-hmm. It's a great scene. Mm-hmm. Were you just going to piggyback off me? Yeah, I just did. That was me piggyback. Okay. Yeah, because that was her, her saying that line, because she just looks so, she's not even scared at this. She is still scared, but she looks so defeated. Like, dude, this guy just won't. Why won't he die? <laughs> it is frustrating. That's a great scene. That's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. I'll go next. You know what? We're so we and you keep like. Go ahead. I'll just go next. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. My fourth scene is actually you talked about this with the hot tub. Uh, is the scene where the nurse gets drowned in the oh when he kills Bud and the nurse. Yeah. So. The thing that gets me, so of course, in the horror movie, we have to have some nudity, some sex scene, whatever, kind of, sort of. Mm -hmm. And the first movie didn't have any of that. I know. I'm saying it, this became synonymous, I think, because of like what Jason does and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Uh, To me personally, I guess I shouldn't speak for everybody, but that's what I think. And they're getting ready to get it on, or they just did. I don't remember. They're about to do something. And Michael comes in and he's like, ooh, gross. And like dunks her head into this water and turns the heat up all like to boiling temperatures. Yeah. And if if you really watch it, you'll notice, I mean, Michael has his hand under the water with her and he is not affected. No, he's not human. He's just taking this boiling water. And the thing, ugh. Her skin started peeling yeah, off. Yeah, he lifts her head up. It's I mean, if you think drowning's bad, think about drowning in a pot of boiling water because that's mm-hmm. what she does. It happened in Sleepaway Camp where they pushed yes. the pot of bo- ugh, something about boiling water. But yeah, he holds her head under long enough to make it uncomfortable and then rips her up and you see her skin is like starting to melt off and like just slough off, slough off of her. It's gross. Mm-hmm. It's got, it's it's an intense scene. And I, yeah, after about the third dunk, he just takes her and tosses her and she's she done she's yeah. gone bud didn't even get it in he got choked out okay so they didn't have sex they no. were going to yeah 
Yeah. That's what it was. Um, yeah. And, and it just has no effect on, and it just further solidifies this idea that Michael can't be stopped. And it, so what do you do? I mean, how do you stop this guy? You can't, he can't be hurt by bullets or boiling water or Stabbed. stabbings. Nothing. It literally set him on fire. Yeah. And fire. Nothing. Got nothing. Mm-hmm. That was a good, not bad, Megan. Thank you. <laughs> My next scene is a uh, timeless. I think it's something uh, we've always heard about and I really appreciate that they put it in this movie. There's a scene where they show up to the hospital and there's a kid being walked in by his, with his mom uh, and he's got a razor blade mm-hmm. sticking out of his uh, mouth. He bit into an apple oh, that had the razor blade in it. I forgot about that. Ooh, good. Dude, if that doesn't... <sighs> it's like scarring. Like that's, that is a great, great thing. Especially with mythology for Halloween in general. Oh, John yeah. Carpenter to think of something like that and put it in there is just great. Well, they've always, I mean, since I was a kid and I assume since you were a kid, we've been told, you know, oh, you got to have your, your candy checked. People mm-hmm. are put needles and were, stuff in yeah, there. Yeah. Remember when they started x-raying candy? I'm like, so you're just going to hit it with radiation? That, <laughs> that blows my mind. Um, I, I don't know. I was, I did. I had like this fear that I was going to find a needle in like a Tootsie Roll or something. Just take I a just, bite. And- I, I, about the time I was like six or seven, I started to realize why your parents always helped you look through your candy. It's because they're going to dig in it too. Oh, please believe we've already been in Jordan's candy. <laughs> she can't eat What's all we? that. What's we? There's so much candy. You've had some of her candy too. I had a piece. Okay. And you will have another piece. No, I'm I won't. certain. You're not going to eat another piece of that no. candy. You lie. You lie. I look there. You need to stop trying to assume (laughs) just because I had a piece doesn't mean I will have another piece. I'll tell you what annoys me about what people think is being put in your candy these days. Parents who are like, check your kids candy. They're slipping ecstasy and they're slipping weeds and they're slipping. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I'm like, first of all, People who are doing drugs are well, not giving your kids drugs. They want the drugs. <laughs> like, why would they give your kid perfectly good pills and marijuana? They would. Uh, no, the the thing was is a few years back there were gummies that were laced that kids did get. I get that had to have been an accident. That's what I'm saying. I like, bet there was some. And you know, somebody that's like some tweaker somewhere was like sobbing. Yeah, they lost their stash. <laughs> I mean. I'm I look I don't care if you smoke weed that's one I mean weed's the one thing I'm like you do you man I got friends it's fine I I don't don't partake but it's fine but there are some stuff I'm like maybe you shouldn't do heroin (laughs) maybe maybe crack isn't the answer Mm -hmm. not that I know anybody but maybe put down the duster oh goodness that's a good one (laughs) well wait when I say a good one I mean (laughs) A good drop, not right. Uh, all right, we're, we've gotten, <laughs> we've derailed. Yes. It's me. I'm the problem. Hi. Yeah. All right. Do you want to <laughs> do your last scene, or do you want me to do mine? I'll do. Actually, you do yours, then I'll uh, I'll do mine. Okay. Is it because you saw what it is? Uh huh. Oh, okay. So I I specifically left this for my last scene, first scene, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. 
And it's the fact that this movie picks up right where it left off without missing a beat. As a matter Another of fact, the reason why this movie is so great. Yeah. As a matter of fact, not only does it start where it left off, it actually gives you a recap. It's like mm-hmm. last week on Halloween and it shows <laughs> you what happened previously. And yeah, pretty much. And it, I don't know many, if any movies had done that to that point where it was just a seamless continuation. You can turn one movie on and start the other movie at so many minutes in at mm-hmm. the ending. You can start part two at uh, a certain time point and it's a seamless transition. There's no difference. Right. Which is great. Uh, prob- probably also sucked for the actors because you had to, I'm sure they had to retake some of those first scenes and which were the last scenes of the first movie and had to do it again in tan in the same you know same motion same whatever and but it was very brilliant it was it was good that was a good that was a good follow-up yes you cannot say that those two movies do not go hand in hand because they absolutely do right that's why it's hard for me not to see this as the only sequel because when you pick up a movie, especially if you're working with a younger cast, you have to have a time lapse at some point. Yeah. I think the first thing that comes to my head, it's not a movie, but Stranger Things. The fact it, that they didn't do a, a bigger time jump in Stranger Things bothers the crap out of me. Because you're, you're trying to tell me these kids are 12 when they're obviously like 16, 17. <laughs> right. Come on. Come on. <laughs> it Chapter 2 is the biggest one for me. Oh, they CGI their faces. CGI everything. Yeah, to make the kids look like they're still 13 years old when they're pushing 18. Instead of just trying to rush those scenes to get filmed right away so they wouldn't have to do that. I mean, I'm going to put that on the agents. You need to have your kids, your your actors, your clientele, whoever. Like, look, if you're signing up for what you know is going to be a few-year commitment get it going or it could be i mean i guess it's a lot of people's fault it could be the writers who were like hey we wrote one good season and didn't think we were gonna have to follow up now we're fine now we have to write like three more seasons mm-hmm. um you know it, it could be a lot of people's problem but yeah this movie thank goodness jamie lee curtis was young but she had already matured if that makes sense so yeah, she had like a like braces on for a little bit of time you can definitely tell because in the fog, but in this movie, she doesn't have them. Yeah. Her so, teeth look so different, too, from Halloween to Halloween, too. And obviously, her hair had been cut really short. Yeah. So yeah. she has to wear a wig in this one, and it's obvious, but. um, So, yeah, the as far as, like, the look of her physicality, and that's also a commitment, too. If you think about it, what if she would have gained a lot of weight or lost a lot of weight or gotten pregnant in that time. It's like, now you can't do the character. Now what? Yeah. Or they're going to have to like do some clever shots to make sure you, they don't see certain things. She would have went from like 18 to 21. Mm -hmm. That's like, that was her age during this time, 18 and 21. Yeah. But that's my, that's my first, my top scene. You already mentioned the fact that it opens from, but this is going to be mine. Okay. I really like when Michael is uh, walking down the alleyway. Uh-huh. This is at the very beginning of the movie. Oh, okay. He spots the cops, so he just kind of cuts through some houses. Yeah, that's how he ends up. Yes, that's, that's right. how he gets into... He sees they have an open door, mm-hmm. and he goes in. She just happens to be cutting that hand block. <laughs> yes, with an axe. Which, 
not with a, an axe. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just going to say a, something different yeah, every time. A with scythe. A knife. <laughs> with a trident, yeah. Oh, God. With, with a, a knife. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the husband's just sitting there, like, no excitement or nothing like that. He's just watching his movie. Yeah. Ready for his sandwich that he's probably been waiting a long time on. How's she going to make him a ham sandwich for dinner? Woman, you've been home all day. I know. You know she wasn't doing anything. She's wearing a muumuu and all that. She was. Had curlers in. Mm-hmm. That's such a fun scene, too, because Michael gets blood on the sandwich and all that, mm-hmm. picking up the knife. She just she doesn't even notice the knife's gone. She just puts her hand in blood, and then she screams really loud. Yeah. <laughs> then Michael's already taken off down the alley again. Yeah. That's my favorite scene in the movie. That's a great way to start. Michael finds a way to find another murder weapon. Mm-hmm. He got away without being noticed because he's j- the shape. He's just they just there. answer all your immediate questions again. It's like, well, how does he get another weapon? Oh, well, how, how does, he, does he get past the cop? Oh, right. <laughs> like, how, how does he find Lori? He just happens to be walking down the street, and some kid has a boombox. But I don't understand why they announced that Lori got taken to the hospital <laughs> on the boombox. Mm-hmm. Lori Strode Haddonfield. <laughs> yeah, had some Memorial Hospital. <laughs> so funny. Uh, you know, um, when I sign my initials, it's JM, mine are JMH and it's HMH and it's all connected. That's where I got the idea to do that from was that movie. Yeah. Yeah. My M and H, I can't do my middle initial. I guess I could, you know what? I'm going to work. I could do MLH. I can make that work real easy. Mine works really nice Yeah. because it's really just taking the M and putting a curl on the, on one end and then just. A dash with another line to make the H. Okay. So creative. Oh, I, you've seen, I do my M and then just dash. Yeah. I'm drawing in the air like, you know what I'm doing. Does this make sense to you? It's not even hard for you to do yours. You're watching the Disney channel. Yeah. <laughs> you can technically do all your initials in the same, in and out of just an M. Lavate las manos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. My Spanish speak our Spanish speaking listeners are like, what? Wash your hands. <laughs> Why am I washing my hands? <laughs> I get another obscure American dad, American dad reference. <laughs> oh, the new season of Shorzy came out too, and you guys gotta watch it. It was really good. <laughs> oh my god, John, you could have like waited. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have to bring that up when I when I'm thinking about it. I'll cut that in the beginning. No, there's no way. You're no. just getting that in the middle of the <laughs> so it was uh, Shorzy's definitely a, just a great show. It is. If you watch, we've talked about uh, Letter Kenny, and it's the spinoff show. Shorzy is. It's good. Season two dropped on Hulu. Check it out. All right. So, do we have some honorable mentions? Because I do. Ooh, I have one I want to bring up really fast. Okay. It was um, Michael when he puts the the air the I- syringe into the girl's temple. Kills her with air to the brain. But it's all going to be death. There's also the nurse that gets picked up with the scalpel. He sticks it through her back and then picks her up. Yeah, about touches her head to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, I talked about, okay, so I have to talk about a scene that kind of bothers me. <laughs> it's when he's he's in that room and Lori's cowered up in the corner and has the gun. She's got Dr. Loomis's gun. And she takes two shots. One, two, boom, boom, that's it hits both eyes just with no training whatsoever she's like one eye two eyes and all of a sudden he can't see here's the thing you can't kill the man but you can blind him that easily like nothing's gonna take him down but now all of a sudden he's blind. well if he gets blood in his eyes it'd be hard to see 
Oh, if you got six freaking pow pals to the chest, I feel like it'd be hard to live. But here we are. But you're not Michael <laughs> so. Myers either, though. <laughs> Just I, superhuman. I guess he, his he's Achilles stuck a human heel. being to a door. It's his Achilles heel, man. It's his eyes. I don't know. It, he, blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just, the fact that Lori was able to pop off too and get both eyes, just no problem on a moving object, man. You know, technically she could have just shot him once, hit him right here in between his on eyes. On the bridge? Yeah. And then the second one just, ha- just missed. Mm-hmm. We don't actually really know. There is blood running down just perfect. <laughs> but I mean, if it hit there, it would splatter out. I don't know, man. I feel like that's not correct. <laughs> I'm just going to go with what, what my heart feels. Oh, one of my other honorable mentions is the fact that Loomis uh, sacrifices himself. Yeah. Like, and the, you know what? You don't even get immediate or like delayed satisfaction. Like, oh, he got Michael. You know, he, he was taken too, but he got Michael in the process. No, because Michael comes walking out a literal ball of fire and is just like, I'm coming for you, Lori. That's intense too. It's, it is. You can't and the, kill the boogeyman. It's the fact that Loomis sacrificed himself for nothing. Like, you can't kill him, so why why would you try to sacrifice yourself? Why? He finally killed the boogeyman, because in this one, we're led to believe it's over. No, he walks out in a literal ball of flame. But he falls, <laughs> Megan, dead. What we're led to believe. Yeah, one is made to think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are all mine, though. Those are my own. Mine are just pretty much just all deaths. Yeah. Like, oh boy, it slips in the blood. Oh, yeah, just on the back. Felt back like a really, it, that feels like an art shot to me. It always yeah, has. Probably. Uh, yeah, because he finds the nurse with the IV in her arm and all the blood's all mm-hmm. over the, yeah. Yeah, she's been completely drained. All right, Dexter. <laughs> no, oh, uh, when the security guard finally sees somebody on on camera. And he's walking around. That t- that is an intense shot too, because Michael just peeks out and then it drills him right in the forehead with the hammer. Got him with the old peekaboo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, are we ready for some uh, trivia? Sure. Hit me with it. So, um, Leo Rossi, uh, who played Bud, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, Leo Rossi introduced Lori, well, Jamie Lee Jamie. Curtis, yeah, to her husband uh, because they played on the same uh, Hollywood softball team. Hold on. There's a Hollywood softball team? Yeah. Like, when you say Hollywood softball, do you mean celebrity softball or just people who live in Hollywood? Hollywood. Have a soft, so just people, no, not no, no. necessarily it's like celebrities. celebrities, like agents and stuff like that, like not normal people. Okay, <laughs> not one of us. Yeah, like you're going to go out there and you're probably going to have to face like Rob Reiner. No. <laughs> he's going to pitch to you and then he's going to pitch a script later. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> so they're, it's they're, the illusion that they're just regular people like us. Look, they play softball. <laughs> right, right. We're, we're led to believe that. Like Snoop Dogg's just out there hit like popping dingers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then he's like all of a sudden in a movie with Ben Stiller and, and uh, what's his name? Owen Wilson, which did happen. Starsky and Hutch. Oh, I've not seen that movie. Uh, Somehow I've made it. You that's know? okay. <laughs> all this time. Two dragons. <laughs> 
The film is uh, bookended with Mr. Sandman. Yes. Uh, because they tried to make up for Halloween 2. They used that in Halloween H2O. Mr. Sandman? As the ending credit song. They used... In H2O, they used as the ending credits also. Mm-hmm. Mr. Sandman. Please. And what a weird... I don't know, because I guess it's just upbeat. They wanted the juxtaposition of like this upbeat song with a dead mm-hmm. bodies. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Dick Warlock, he didn't originally want to play anybody in the movie, but he was walking through. I dropped my fidget. <laughs> it's okay. He was walking through um, uh, the office building mm-hmm. and saw the Michael Myers mask and put it on and went uh, and stood in front of Rick Rosenthal's office. Mm-hmm. And Rick Rosenthal kept talking to him about who who are you, why are you wearing the mask, and all that. And finally, he just that he took it off, and he's like, "Do you mind if I play this guy?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Y'all take that up with." Um, oh my gosh, how did I forget her name? The writer, or I mean, uh, uh Deborah Hill. Deborah Hill. Yeah, writer. Yeah. And she's like, he's a little short to play this <laughs> character. They had to put lifts in his boots. Did they? I mm-hmm. wonder if I watch it now, they probably do a lot of upward shots. Dick Warlock was allowed to keep every prop he had to use as Michael in the movie. The scalpel, the knife, um, the mask, the boots, and the jumpsuit. Nice. Which I think he gave to the Hollywood uh, Museum. Okay. I don't know if he's still alive. I can't remember. I think, I think so. He, I think he passed. It Did he? Okay. I couldn't yeah. remember. Uh, Nick Castle, he, uh, was asked to reprise the role. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is right around the time he was trying to get into directing and stuff like that. So he had other obligations, uh, but the original mask, they tried to use it in this, but it had been so like beat up deformed and stuff because Nick Castle in between takes would put the mask in his back pocket. Oh, like a baseball Hill, hat folded up. Yeah. And Deborah Hill kept it under her bed for those three years. And she smoked. So it Debra. had yellowed and collected dust. Debbie. So they had to do everything they could to recreate the mask. Gross. <laughs> but. Well, they, these are just people out here not knowing what they're destroying. Right. You know? Well, we don't think about that stuff now because stuff like that, it just didn't matter then. Yeah. Well, they didn't realize it was going to be as big as it was probably. And they didn't realize how things would like catch on in, in popular like like zones. You know what I mean? Like the horror movie uh, fandom is so great. People want to own the things they saw on camera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, when they decided to revive Michael for Halloween 4... Mm-hmm. They were supposed to use the mask from Halloween too. They realized they don't know what happened to it. It's because they gave it to Dick Warlock, and nobody <laughs> knew about it except for one person. That was the director. Okay, so was he like, uh, excuse me, Mister Warlock? <laughs> no, they never got it. They had to recreate it. They had, to, as a matter of fact, they had to hire a brand new uh, company to recreate the mask. Could they just not ask? William Shatner would be like, hey, where did you get your face <laughs> By that done? time, by that time, I mean, you're talking like seven, eight years later, people probably didn't even know that it was a William Shatner mask because all those people had had a falling out with uh, Mustafa Akkad. 
you're talking about the people who were making the movie wouldn't have known it was a William Shatner mask. These by that time it wasn't those people. I don't know. I still feel I feel like they should have known that. Like Deborah Hill and John Carpenter both walked away. Everybody involved with the first movie wasn't had nothing to do with the fourth one. <laughs> and, I guess. I don't know. Um, because she had to start wearing a much uh shorter hairstyle, Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. They had to do everything they could to keep the wig pinned to her um, scalp mm-hmm. because when she was doing the crawling scene and stuff like that, it kept falling in her face and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they had a hard, hard time trying to keep that on her head. Just get some wig glue. Come on. <laughs> Is that some... a thing? Oh, yeah. How they keep wigs in place. Look, they can do stuff that if you were to like pull on it, it still stay until you want it to come off. <laughs> oh, uh Alice's friend that's on the telephone with her when they're talking about uh, what they're going to do for their plans. That's Nancy Loomis, who was Annie in Halloween. So technically, they're talking to the ghost of Annie, which they thought was funny at the time. Yeah. (laughs) And this is the only Halloween film that shows the morning after Halloween. Does it? All the others end on Halloween night? Mm -hmm. Yep. Ends on Halloween night. Is that... Including the most recent trilogy. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember. Because the lot. listen. They I don't, kill him at night in the very last one. The terrible I, one. I know. That's why I didn't want to like get too deep into it. But this very last one. And I call it the trilogy because I feel like just leave, leave him and people are And people are talk, calling it that too. Okay. The trilogy. Yeah. It, it's... We're not associated. And the thing is, the first one was good. It's like we gave you so much time and money, and, you know, for this movie. And then you just craft all over it in that third one. But it, to, I just can't remember how it ended. I know how it ends right. with him, but I can't remember if they you see the morning after. Uh, John Carpenter hated Rick Rosenthal's first draft of the script. He didn't like that he was trying to make it into like a, he felt it was like a TV version of like Matlock only with a horror character. Mm -hmm. So he took it and rewrote it. John Carpenter has hated it on this script that he wrote. (laughs) I think it's brilliant because you, he he can say he, he didn't care about writing it, Mm -hmm. but you wouldn't take those kind of marks in your approach to pay homage to things and make things make sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just wouldn't make your work that bad. Right. And uh, because John Carpenter bailed out of Halloween uh, H2O, they rehired Rick Rosenthal for H2O. So he got to direct Halloween 2 and <laughs> Halloween H2O. Well, ha- <laughs> you know, you wouldn't sell me that's this. Never, that's, that's never set right with me because he also did uh, Resurrection. Oh. Which is one of the worst movies ever made. So how are you going to follow up, too, with the... <laughs> I, I don't know. How did you let this happen? Uh, even though it didn't make as much as Halloween, this movie did uh, gross really high for ho- horror movies in 1981. Yeah. I mean, it beat out The Howling, Final Conflict, and uh, Friday the 13th Part 2. Hmm. Outdrew all those. People were excited for Michael again. They all came out in the same year. Uh-huh. Can you believe Jamie Lee Curtis has done a Halloween movie in every decade for six decades? 
70s, 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000, 2010, and 2020s. You Hold know what on, one, Jamie. <laughs> right. You know <laughs> what gets me? Hmm. Uh, a lot of people still forget this, that Halloween 2 is was made in the 80s. People still look at it as a 70s movie for some reason. I I think it's because they... Because she also became like a like a starlet in the 80s. I think that's what makes people forget about that. Well, I think it's because I feel like the movie was a seamless transition mm-hmm. that it helps stay in that same mindset. You know, kind of. of the look and feel and whatnot, which we'll get into in a moment. And I, I always forget that she was in H2O. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. That Jamie was? Yeah, but I always forget about Halloween H2O. At certain points in my life when I'm like thinking about things, like especially about the 90s. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's because Scream was so like before it's time for when it came out that when I saw Halloween H2O, I was like, man, you're taking this great character and making him a copycat. Yeah, I, I guess. And it's just uh, got the dude with the bad hair. That's all I remember. What's his freaking name? Uh, oh, Josh uh, Hartnett. Hartnett. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like a cow lick through the whole thing. <laughs> He wanted his hair like that for the movie. Why? (laughs) (laughs) And I I like that John Carpenter and Deborah Hill had no interest in this movie. They wanted it to be an anthology. That's why we got Halloween 3 the way we got it. It it was supposed to be a different story for Halloween. Mm -hmm. And originally, that idea with the kid with the razor blade in his mouth, Mm -hmm. that was shot for the next horror anthology that was going to be filmed. They had to scrap it. That makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff about this movie. It's just, it's hard to get into all of it. No, I get it. Well, if you want to wrap it up, we can rate this thing. Let's, let's do it. Okay, so the first thing we're going to rate it on is the rewatchability. I don't have to necessarily watch it in Halloween season. This is one of those movies I'm a big fan of just watching. You know, I could say that about most of the Halloween movies, um, just because they're called Halloween. I don't necessarily have to watch it at halloween time I, as if i'm in the spooky mood I'll, i can put it on yeah i'm gonna give it a five you I are gonna apologize. get so mad at me i know no no no, no, no. give it the, give it your honest rating like i've watched this movie in like december with um, friends before gonna, and family just because it's not up there for me um halloween's definitely not my favorite scary movie horror franchise I don't know like three and a half okay um I appreciate Halloween and what it's done for horror it's just not my favorite franchise that makes sense Uh, Um, and then the next thing we're gonna write it on is you look lost the look and feel the legacy legacy yeah (laughs) I'm lost never mind legacy is definitely a five Halloween yeah. will go on forever. Like I said, I would, I feel freaking, like I'm going to be dead and gone yeah. when they're dethroned, when Michael, Jason, and Freddie are I'm going to be honest with you too. I don't know if they'll ever get dethroned. The only thing I can dethrone them is the, is the courtroom, which you is know, what's killing Jason Voorhees right now. I don't think they ever will. Cause if you think about it, you have the classic horror movie monsters yeah, that I are just always going to be there. These three are always going to be the slashers. It's just mm-hmm. who they are. And we're moving into a new 
era of horror and it mostly seems to be revolving around technology through uh demon possessions things like that yeah we're moving more into horror that you can't see yeah we're we're going into uh stuff that so we're taking amityville and we're making it modern that's what they're doing they're Mm -hmm. taking the exorcist and they're making it modern like all the demon possession and all that they're just taking ideas that aren't original and but i also argue it's so hard to come up with an original concept anymore. And it's only going to happen as time goes on and technology advances and things like that. Because, I mean, everything was so groundbreaking and so incredible for when it came out in the 70s, the 80s, even into the 90s. Because well, I can't say it that. hadn't been done before. And now, I mean, so we've advanced so much in every aspect of life in the last 60 years, 70 years, within the last, you know, century, um, that it's, it's all moving so fast, but I don't know. I feel like I'm getting on this weird deep tangent here, but do you get what I'm saying? It's just back in the twenties, 1920s. Yeah. But you you didn't have have that. I've pointed this out before. Horror is a product of its time. Yeah. So like think of like the evil dead. Mm-hmm. You have the Evil Dead for when it first came out. Then you have the Evil Dead now. Mm-hmm. Now it's more about like all of the. It, it wants to. It doesn't want the like the movie now doesn't feel like it's supposed to be trapped in this one element. Mm-hmm. Like in the first movie, it it it's all about claustrophobia. This cabin, you're mm-hmm. stuck in there with something, and if you go out, you're even more in danger. Right. And this one, you are stuck in like this, like imminent danger mm-hmm. but you have all these ways of getting out but there's still going to be the imminent, like imminent danger yeah no i get it um like they took it from a a cabin to a high rise right it's just like i said there's a lot of movies that they can mask it and make it seem like its own idea but someone is always going to find a drawback so like but i like the one of the best ideas i think horrors had in a long time was the purge mm-hmm. that was taking an original idea and making it modern? It was taking people's fears, fears for the time they live in, mm-hmm. and saying, "Hey, if people really did do this, what would it be like?" See, that's brilliant. I've not watched the Purge series. I I know what the concept is, and I I'm interested in it. That's honestly why I like the TV series Black Mirror. Um, See, another really creative way of introducing those kinds of fears for a modern audience. And it's taking technology. It's saying, what if we took this technology and everyone's like, oh, it could do so much good for the world. But what happens if it didn't? And that's Mm kind of what it plays off of. Um, But it makes what I was getting at is not having an original thought. Um, Like, I know you said Midsummer is just Wicker Man, which. Yeah, I've not I've not seen Wicker Man. So for. Uh, Hereditary reminds me so much of like Rosemary's Baby, The Omen. Stuff you said like that. Us reminds you of uh, the Clone. Yeah, movie. I'd have to think of. The, I'd have to think of it because, in so many ways, it reminds you of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. But my, I guess my my point is that it's just it sucks because it seems like an original idea. It seems like. Yeah, they some take like an artsy spin on things mm-hmm. or whatever, but 
someone somewhere is gonna be like, well, that's just the concept of this movie. It's like, yeah, I guess if you take it down to bare bones, sure it is. So it's hard. It's hard to come up with an original concept anymore that someone's bound to find, well, so-and-so did that back in 1946, this really obscure movie. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, sure. I guess (laughs) like, yeah, I mean, you can have original ideas. It's hard to just make them your own. That's the Mm -hmm. thing. Like we watched the new creep show series on shutter. It had a lot of original concepts. I really liked the dollhouse was brilliant. Mm -hmm. Um, the one with the parasite was great. Mm -hmm. I was thinking of the one with the gin, the, the genie. Yes. That one was great. Making a genie, a bad guy. (laughs) Yeah. People like that episode so much. They made a freaking pop out of it. Like one of those pop figures. Really? I didn't know that. That's the one that stuck with me. The scarecrow one was my favorite episode. Mm hmm. And how many times have we seen a scarecrow in a movie? Like the most scary version I can think of, it wasn't even about a scarecrow. It was Jeepers Creepers. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got Supernatural. I haven't seen it yet. Oh my gosh, that's the best episode too. I haven't seen it yet, but I know Pearl has something to do with the scarecrow. (laughs) Oh. It's A24. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, we got off on another freaking tangent. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, Just to talk about the, the legacy. Anyway. Legacy five Halloween's going to carry on forever. It's I think it's just solidified its time, its era. And now we're moving on to a new era. So I don't think anything is going to dethrone them. I think they have established their power over that era of movies and horror. Yeah. Like I said, the only thing that's going to affect them is the courtroom. Even no one people's love for the movie is not going to go away. It's there. No, but if you stop people from being able to have the movies, that becomes a problem. Yeah. That's what's happening right now with Jason Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Cunningham and Victor Miller and all these people just, Oh my gosh, they're making it so worse on the fans. Mm -hmm. Instead of just coming to a compromise that they can both live with. You're hurting your own audience. You killed your own video game. Yeah. Because of this greed and selfishness Mm -hmm. and just, I, this sounds so like this is like such a man thing to say, which makes me feel dumb. But it's like it became about who has the bigger the bigger dick. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, is this one of your? What does Linda say? Oh, is this one of your peeing contests? Yeah, it, <laughs> it, that's really what it's come down to. I created the character. I mean, you wrote a character in a, a script. Well, I mean, I came up with the concept, but we made the movie. Uh-huh. That's that's what this has come down to. This like child like argument mm-hmm. and Michael Myers is kind of stuck in this too. You have John Carpenter on one end, Mustafa Akkad's offspring on the other. Mm-hmm. He's come back to try to help with this, but they still keep rattling things the wrong way. It sucks. Cause you have people who want to continue the franchise in other ways, like through video games or through mm-hmm. TV shows or through movies. And you can't just, I understand you got to give credit where credit's due, but you're asking for outrageous stuff. You're asking for, it's, it's not fair at this point. Right. Look at how bad they've done a character like Leatherface. Every one movie since like the first movie has been God awful. I love the second movie, but mostly because of the funny elements to it, not because of the horror elements to it. Mm-hmm. Like they just tried to make the one for Netflix. That was awful, awful, awful. Um, that so so awful. I think people actually forgot about it. 
that's a franchise I never got into. I'll be honest. See, Texas and he, should, he should be in the conversation, but his movies are so bad. Yeah, I I don't know why. Just Texas Chainsaws, I don't know. It's like hillbilly horror to me. That's what it feels like. And just because the characters are like. And it, but I mean, it's the first one. Backwoodsy. That really, it's like the first one that really took like the psycho concept of using like Egg Gein. Mm-hmm. And just making him a character that's just going around killing people to kill people now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe I'll have to revisit Texas because I, I don't know. Maybe I didn't give it a fair chance. But something about just like backwoodsy horror characters. Like I never watched The Hills Have Eyes. No, I never that, that's, watched. That's a lot different, though. I But you get what I'm saying where you have like these people. Yeah. Backwoods backwards people and also like the inbred stuff and all that with like um leatherface's family you didn't have that in the original movies they they didn't hint at that and all all that crazy stuff then they weigh on it heavy later yes like the remake especially Mm -hmm. like my gosh (laughs) it's hard being a horror fan because things have been put to such an extreme that you get lost in what characters are now. Mm-hmm. Like even Freddie, like when you see Freddie marketed now, you never see it as the Robert England Freddie anymore. Mm-hmm. It's the Jackie Earl Haley one. Anything I've I've seen in a long time, it's never ever Robert England. Which is crazy. That's always going to be Freddie to me. Yeah, he's the icon. Mm-hmm. But I'd, I'll, I'll, I'm willing to bet money that there is some kind of lawsuit or some kind of debate or something like that that's happened with New Line where they've lost something. And their only way of being able to use the character is to use the Jackie Earl, Earl Haley one. Ridiculous. Well, do you want to do the look and feel of this Whew. movie? <laughs> I'm so glad I got that out. Whew. All right. The look and feel of this movie. Um, oh, also a five. Yeah, it's Perfect a five. Music. Perfect music. Yeah. Perfect atmosphere. I love that it's set in a hospital. That It was supposed to be originally be a high rise. Hmm. Yeah, the really suspenseful music. I I especially think of this uh, scene where she's Boom. crawling to the the hospital Boom. and he's behind yeah. her I and she's that. banging on the glass door. Yeah, that's some scary. That dee 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 like that gets you, dude. Mm-hmm. John Carpenter's brilliant. I, there's nothing else you can say about it. Yeah, I think out of all the, all the horror directors, he's he's hands down the best. Hands down, John Carpenter and. I Wes Craven's right there. Say but Wes Craven's there. He's just not. I don't think he's above John Carpenter. And you know, gosh darn it, he's not in the running. I'm just saying because it's part of the franchise. Danny McBride had a chance. He, Halloween and Halloween Kills were both good. He People shit the on, bed on that third yes. one. I don't understand what happened. I he let someone else take the reign on that. Had to be. had to because or he got scared about something. His Horror is actually really good. What Danny McBride has done with the franchise was so good, except that third movie. <laughs> and he's also, he's had hands in other horror stuff that just like you may not have realized. I can't think mm-hmm. of off the top of my head, but I know he's had his hand in other horror stuff. He's a big horror fan. Yeah. And I mean, I think he kind of dipped his toes in, especially with This is the End. Yeah. Um, that was like a sci fi horror comedy. Uh, I don't know what you would call it. He helped a lot with that new. With the last Alien movie, he was even in it. Mm-hmm. And that movie did terrible. 
And you know, you think of him as a comedy guy. That's the dude from Pineapple Express. That's Mm -hmm. the dude from Eastbound and Down. Right. He's the guy that's always like obnoxious and kind of like hillbilly-ish. Mm-hmm. So for him to do horror was like, well, it's the same thing that um, Jordan Peele did. He was the funny guy who went into horror. And it's like, honestly, the two almost go hand in hand, comedy and horror. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't mind Jordan Peele's work. I liked Get Out, but I mean, it was still, it's still an episode of The Twilight Zone. And that's why I told there's always going to be a tie back. Someone's always going to find a way to tie right. back. You can't come up with original con. It's so hard to come up with original content. I didn't like, I didn't, I did not like us. I, I really, I, I watched, I watched, I think twice. I liked it, but I didn't know the movie you were talking about that you thought it reminded you of. Right. Um, I haven't seen Nope. That seems out there, but I, I think I still will give it a chance. That's also Jordan. Yeah, Hill. I know. It's like a sci-fi horror, I think, is from what I yeah, understand. Yeah, I'm not saying... I mean, he did The Twilight Zone, and, and it's dead and gone now. Yeah. Well, I saw that coming, and I had a couple friends that saw that coming, too, though. Which is unfortunate. I don't know, and it's probably some people who won't even give him the chance at, anyway to start, because they're like, Jordan No, I Peele. tried to watch him. It just... It's hard to watch anything now, because... like. All that programming with Disney, everything has to be woke instead of just being fun. I just don't go in with a lot of expectation. I when it's a Twilight Zone, that a show that was before its time. I mean, you want it to still be good. As somebody who tries to be mindful of like trigger warnings and be mindful of stuff that's not PC, right? I don't it. It's okay. I'm okay with it. So I I don't mind what Jordan Peele's doing. I'm okay with his work for the most part. But I'm also not... a. There's not something I'm just so diehard about that I just go in with a bad attitude anyway. I love the Scream franchise. That's probably my favorite franchise mm-hmm. as far as horror movies go. And I was open to watching the Scream series, TV series. Yeah. And I was open to watching the new Scream Movies that have come out in the last five years. I'm fine with those. Even as someone who like Ghostface is probably my favorite serial or serial killer, favorite horror killer. Um, I was okay with it. I don't know. I feel like I'm just pretty open to that stuff. You also haven't been done dirty yet. Like I think Ghostface has been pretty protected in every aspect of being protected. The only thing that comes to mind that was really done dirty to me that just is it gonna absolutely be broke my heart. Is it going to be her hair? It's not. <laughs> no, it's not even a movie. Dexter, the TV series Dexter. I gave that man eight years of my life. <laughs> and that's how they end a series. I've never been so heartbroken. It doesn't ever. work. I was so angry. And I've and not watched the, the thing new sucks the is, reboot. I've not uh, watched it. It's been long enough. People can get this spoiler. The serial killer can never get away. He got away. It was and in the dumbest fashion possible. They made him a lumberjack. I wish I was kidding. <laughs> like, here's the thing. You see him sail away into the ocean. He lives in Miami or in Florida. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily Miami. He lives in Florida, sails away into a hurricane. And you're like, that's it. He sacrificed himself. That, you know, what a good ending. That show Yay. jumped the shark so bad. I would have even taken the alternate ending that they talked about doing, which was all of this was just flashing before his eyes. And it was Dexter on the... Cutting board. On not necessarily the cutting. He's been caught and he's getting a lethal injection or something. Like he got caught. 
That was the point. I would have taken that. I would have taken anything except bearded lumberjack Dexter. Why? <laughs> the Oh my God. I've never, we watched the season finale with a group of people, my sister included. And when it ended, that room was silent. We were, were all just mad baffled at what happened <laughs> so so yeah i've been i've been burned trust me yeah because i really love the first season and obviously the john lithgow season's insane it's so good <laughs> yes oh, so good we cannot stay on topic i don't know what it is <laughs> you just start talking about horror and that show's not even a horror show that's the thing no but I mean, I mean, there is killing in it. There's all around, kinds but. of horror horror movies you can talk about where you got burned. Mm-hmm. Jeepers Creepers really jumped the shark. Mm-hmm. Uh, that new one was awful. Uh, part three, the anytime a movie goes to sci-fi, it's it's doomsday. <laughs> they AMC. killed the leprechaun. They killed creators. <laughs> yeah, creators. 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 <laughs> they killed um, Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> it, it's unforgivable oh lord all right my overall rating of this movie is a four boom i'm done <laughs> that's it i'm just going in hard and fast four oh, man. it's a four and a half think Maybe long five. you think wrong there you go <laughs> i really want to give it a five but i i don't know I'll go four and a half. But. And the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, yeah, you know what? Actually, make that a three. <laughs> yeah, no, right. it's a four. It's a four. Uh, I mean, this is a good franchise. It gets people talking. People still enjoy it. Michael's still, I think, beloved by horror fans, today horror fans. You know, Heather said that she loves Michael Myers a lot. He's yeah. her favorite um, character. So I'll give Heather a shout out. There you go, Heather. Yeah. She'd marry him. <laughs> That's I was like, my man. I was like, yeah. I was like, he is iconic. I mean, the Halloween movies are are fun, especially if you're like a preteen or even a teen. Mm-hmm. These movies are like for you. Some of the some of the ideas behind it do get lost. So I don't know a lot of people who do like babysitting anymore like that. You know, is that still a thing? Do kids still babysit? Yeah. Besides, like, their cousins and their nieces and nephews. I'm, I'm sure they do. I mean, I don't know any parents just leaving their kid at home. Uh, yeah, they take them to, like, daycare and stuff. I don't know. Maybe I'm just... We're not there yet. Our child... <laughs> we don't have social lives, so we go... She comes with us everywhere we go. Right now. Right now, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, that, I think, wraps up this movie. Holy cow. This was a longer one, but that's okay. It was a good one. It was a good way to end out the Halloween season. And we're going to just keep on rolling right into Thanksgiving. Yep. Oh, also don't forget Creed came back. Creed. Hello, my friend. We're on. Don't. Don't do that. Don't. <laughs> People um, are blown up about that and uh, sync getting back together. Oh, that is true. Oh, I remember we're going to wrap up this episode. <laughs> Stick around for a sneak peek if hey, you want. Hey, <laughs> they were in a Halloween movie, though. They were in a Halloween H2O. Oh, God. And a Scream movie. <sighs> Their songs or them? Their songs. Why okay. would they put Creed in the movie? Well, you said they were in the movie. Who are we? Stick around for a sneak peek. Bye. <laughs> Next week on The Retro Club.
I just, I remember vividly as a kid, never seeing my dad laugh before. <laughs> what? I'm serious. Never smiled. Never. No, my dad was always just such a serious guy, you uh-huh. know, because he, he worked all the time. We didn't get to see him a lot. And when we were all like sitting in our living room watching this movie and the freaking owl gets popped with a cork. <laughs> He laughs so hard at that. I'm, it, it, it puts smiles on our faces because we. It nah, was such a fun movie. I thought your dad was a fan of like Three Stooges and stuff. You never. Oh yeah, but he didn't laugh at that. Like he laughed at that. Because <laughs> by then he, I mean he'd seen all the Three Stooges. Mm-hmm. So this was something new for him. Oh my god! And that movie has a lot of funny parts in it. For God's sake, just give me the damn number. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I don't know, man. He, seeing him play, he's played an array of characters. And this one. Oh, you don't like, just... him, like him playing a chip tooth? <laughs> no, no. There, With a bowl cut? There's some misses, you know. You got to take. This isn't a miss. What are you talking about? <laughs> you take the good, you take the bad. <laughs> you take the both, then you have this one. This is a, one of his classics classic mm-hmm. to who anybody that's my age not i said the one who is young and beautiful don't steal my line <laughs> mixing and music by kelsey ingram cover art is by megan harris research is by john and megan harris find us on facebook instagram twitter and slasher at retro club pod or visit our website at retroclubpod.com for episode information and more. You can listen to The Retro Club on Podbean, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcast, and more. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe, or we'll find you.